This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Race Day at the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Max Verstappen breaks new ground with his 52nd victory in Brazil, setting a new record for percentage wins in a season and surpassing Alain Prost's career tally of wins. Lando Norris briefly looked capable of challenging the Dutchman, but the Briton admitted McLaren isn't quite in victory contention yet. And while Aston Martin recovers its podium form, Mercedes and Ferrari struggle to make any sort of impact in the race. To wrap up an eventful Sunday and weekend in Brazil, let's hear now from your host, Julianne Serasoli. It wasn't exactly an Interlagos classic this Sunday. It was a race with a lot of confusion, lots of things going on, red flag right at the start of the race and then in the end of the race we had this amazing fight between Fernando Alonso and Sergio Perez for the final place on the podium but let's start with what happened in the very front of the race right at the beginning Lando Norris jumped from sixth position on the grid he was actually fifth because Charles Leclerc didn't even start I will go back to what happened to Ferrari later on so Lando was in sixth position on the grid overtook Fernando Alonso who had a very poor start and he found himself in second just behind Max Verstappen and then crash red flag and when they restarted the race Lando had a tire that was a new tire a new soft tire against Max Verstappen with a used soft tire used with three laps but that was enough for Lando to try to threaten uh, Max at the very start of the race he tried to overtake him once, but he really only lasted one lap and then the race was decided. Max himself, he said that he quickly tried to put an end to any threat. He said, I had that one lap where I had to defend the lead and I thought, okay, that's enough. It's time to open up a gap. And that's what he did. And especially with the median tires in the, the middle part of the race, he was outstanding. He was much quicker than Lando Norris and won another race. Win number 52 for him, now overtaking Alan Prost. Lando ended up leaving Interlagos partially disappointed because he thought he had the pace to be pole position on both qualifiers and be P2 twice. He ended up being pole position in the, the sprint race and then being in the second position twice. And he ended up having to recognize that Verstappen is still one step ahead. He said, we took like 10 steps during this season and I think that with two more steps next year, we can fight with Max for the title. But let's remember, he's still 
has the advantage and Lando still has to win his first race in Formula 1. He mentioned that he wanted to go and risk in a fight with Max, but he said, oh, he knows how to defend, he is very clever, and also I didn't want to risk the points for the team. McLaren was actually outscored by Aston Martin this weekend. It's the first time since the Dutch Grand Prix that it happens. So they are pretty much in this fight for the fourth place in the Constructors' Championship. But it was the fight for third place that got everyone standing up in the Interlagos grandstands in the final moments of the race. Sergio Perez had an amazing race, so he started ninth and he was climbing up the field until he reached Fernando Alonso, who was third. He was third basically for the whole race. And Fernando even acknowledged that he believed he had everything sorted with five laps to go. He said, no, this podium is mine. But then he soon realized that Perez was growing and growing in his mirrors and then he thought, okay, he saved his tires and now I'm really going to have to work hard to get this third place in the end. And that's what happened. At the start of lap 70 out of 71, Perez attacked Alonso and it was a very bold move actually, overtook him. But then Perez knew he was exposed. He said, I knew I had very little battery left. And he knew, Fernando knew as well, being a very clever racer. And that was it. The showdown was down to the last lap. Paris exposed because he didn't have a lot of battery left. And then Fernando got him back and got the position back. And Paris even tried to fight back. He paired with Alonso close to the start finish line, but he was 53,000 of the podium. And it was very nice to see a big hug between Fernando and Sergio after the race when they were giving interviews. And Fernando later on, he said, I told him, really, don't stress me out like this. I am an old man now. I cannot be distressed. And then he said that Paris said it was a great fight with you. You're always so fair. I hope we can have more of these fights in the future. The Mercedes, who dominated the race in Brazil last year, had an absolutely terrible weekend and left without knowing why, which is even more worryingly for them. A week after being second in Mexico, Lewis Hamilton was only eighth without any kind of pace since the start of the race and struggling to hold off his rivals with horrible straight line speed as well. And his teammate George Russell was even further behind and then he had an oil temperature problem and had to retire. And actually, George said, the two things are unrelated. I didn't have any problems with temperature before I retired. So it was really, really bad pace and then a problem with the temperatures. So that would have been a very good chance for Ferrari to reduce the disadvantage they have in the constructors. But the Italians had a difficult afternoon themselves as well. Charles Leclerc started second, or should have started second, but he had a hydraulic failure in his car before the start spun and retired. And funnily enough, the Ferrari comms team was trying to find Charles because they didn't know where he was coming from. He had to walk inside the Interlagos circuit. So I was trying to help them to localize the red dot in the middle of the track. And then he appeared as like magic in the, the pit lane. 
And Carlos Sainz, who started further back, didn't have the pace to recover and finished sixth. So they did gain two points over Mercedes, but much less than they would have wanted to in a very bad weekend for Mercedes. So that was it. So Max first, Langinho, as we call him in Brazil, second, Alonso Perez, Stroll fifth. Stroll actually said he had a very fun race that you don't get to hear that very often. Um, Sainz had his arms crossed during the interview, so he wasn't really, really happy. Gasly was super, super happy. Hamilton was eighth. And Snowda aiming for the seventh position in the constructors. He finished ninth. And Ocon had the last place in the points, but he said he was lost with tired bag and didn't really understand. He had to make three pit stops. I told you how Lewis is really popular in Brazil. He's considered a Brazilian. But I, I was surprised this year with the growth of Verstappen's fan base. So the crowd was waiting for the team picture after the end of the race and singing Max Verstappen It was definitely not anywhere near in terms of numbers compared to what I saw last year when Mercedes got a 1-2 but it did grow compared to the last few years and it might be something weird to hear but I don't know it was nice to see the paddock being dismantled slowly for once because a triple header especially with long-haul flights and with both championships decided, it's hard for everyone in the paddock. And it's nice that this time backing up could be done in a slower pace and hopefully everybody can get some rest next week. Because everyone or almost everyone will go back to Europe now. Drivers have to work in the simulator because Las Vegas is next, full of unknowns. I hope you enjoyed the coverage of this weekend's race and see you in Vegas. Thanks very much to Julianne Serasoldi, who was in the F1 paddock all weekend, bringing us the latest from the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. If you want to hear more from Julianne, you can find her on social media. Just check the links in the show description. The debut of the Las Vegas Grand Prix is up next in a couple of weeks, and you can keep up to date with all of the action from the Strip by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts, and you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.